everybody. Welcome to Dragon of the Movies. Hey, Birdo. Well, 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 <laughs> Dragon. Yes. I, I don't have an entrance after that. Dragon, I'm trying yeah. to go back to the uh, to my old entrance because I feel like I like that one better, but it's just, I'm just not happy with it. It's just not working? It's just, I can't, it's, I feel like this is the great burden <laughs> of our podcast. It's me okay. trying to figure out how to do an entrance. Okay. An intro, I think you mean. Whatever. In any event. Dragon, why do you have to, this is what happens. You correct me and then everyone looks at me and is like, oh, Bertle's so stupid. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone should know that I'm a genius. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know about that, but that's fine. Um, All right, Dragon. Yes. How are you doing, Tell Bertle? me about, I'm good, Dragon. Tell me about your week. Okay. How was your week? Okay. My, my parents were in town this week, this, this past Ooh. weekend. So it was really nice. Ooh. I was thinking about it. I don't think they visited since like fall 2018. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. So it's been a while. I mean, you know, one of those years was a COVID year. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been quite a while. So it was really nice for them to come down and, and visit. And like, you know, New York City is not necessarily their favorite place <laughs> in the whole world. Right. But that's okay. But we went to the Met and we went to the Central Park Zoo. Um, and we went down to the waterfront in Williamsburg. I really made them walk a lot, which I felt a little bit bad about. Um, but, you know, it's New York. So what can you do? Uh, but it's really good. Yeah. I, and, and New York bit, really is just like a walking city, right? It really is, yeah. Also, like if you're if you're with somebody who like stairs are like a an issue for, you realize that the subway system is not set up for those people. It is no. wild. Yeah. It's wild. Even if there is an escalator, like fifty percent of the time it's broken. It's like are you yeah, pretty much. like like the at uh we were at um Court Square and, switching to the seven train and to get to the seven train there are stairs there's an escalator or there's an elevator the escalator and the elevator were both out of service (laughs) okay like and it's like a not a small amount of stairs it's a lot of stairs and by the way this is something that always happens oh i don't think i've ever seen that thing working yeah yeah and you don't you just like don't think about it because you can go up the stairs but if somebody can't like what are they supposed to do yeah yeah um, so anyway, but other than that, you know, it was, it was, it was a really good visit. I'm, I'm glad they came down. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to see them again in like three weeks cause I'm going home again in three weeks. So, so it's exciting. Exciting, right? yeah. So this year has really been like a, Oh, last year I couldn't see my family at all. Uh, we're going to go see them all the time this year. It's been, no, it's too, been nice. Yeah. I can't wait till you're just like, Oh God, too much. I've seen too much of my, my family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disgusting. You know. Yeah. Like um, the rest of us. Exactly. Uh, what about you? What did you do this week? Uh, well, me and my, my chick mm-hmm. went on uh, a bit of a vacation. Mm-hmm. And I say it's like a minor vacation, but basically we drove to Pittsburgh and then hung out there for like a day. Mm-hmm. And then we drove to, um, that we were going to go to Niagara Falls, but it turns out to be raining in Niagara Falls. So yep. we were like, fuck it, let's go the other way. And we went to uh, D.C. instead. And, Very exciting. Uh, yeah, and then we went to Baltimore. And what's good is that like... Baltimore and Pittsburgh, I feel like you can get the city in, like, three, four hours. Yeah. So it was perfect for us. <laughs> D.C., you can get a little more, but that's because there's so many fucking monuments to Yeah, uh, yeah there's to. a lot of places to look at. But what we uh, smartly did was when we were walking, I was noticed that, like, people were on these, like, power scooters. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, the, the, you know those, like... Yep, the electric ones. The yeah, but it's not the scooters. It's the ones that you just, like, stand on. It's like a... Oh, shit, god damn it. It's um it's segway? like a plat it's not a segue, it's like a it's like a platform and then not the platform, it's like a skateboard and then with a stick coming up and then you can hold on to the stick. How is that not a scooter? Is it a scooter? Isn't that a scooter? A, yeah, yeah. Isn't that an electric oh. scooter? 
I don't know. I, I don't know why, but in my head, a scooter was like, uh, like a little motorcycle. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the scooter. I know exactly we, what you're talking we, about. We rented on. We rented the scooters, uh-huh. and like pretty much, I was like, "This is the best thing. <laughs> this is the smartest <laughs> idea we had." Because you walk, because like walking is insane. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah. And so much walking. So when we rented the scooters, we basically rented them for like an hour, mm-hmm. and we rode all the way around. Like we went to the. To, 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 like we basically rode all around the the city with the scooters and then parked it and then went into the museums and stuff mm-hmm. so that was fun but yeah I, that was really good and it was a very good idea for us to uh, rent the scooters yeah that, that how expensive was it for an hour uh it was like 25 bucks that's not bad yeah could, could especially because like you you can like pick it up and like just ride it around for like 20 minutes and that would be like five six bucks oh that's not bad it's it, yeah it's not bad at all yeah but, uh, yeah, we just rented it and we're, like, driving around. And, of course, mm. you know, just going to places you're not supposed to go with it. So it just shuts down immediately. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, we're out of the zone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. It was a good weekend. Nice. That sounds nice. It sounds nice to get out of the city for a little bit. Yeah. Even though you just went to other cities. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do? Yeah, that's true. What, exactly. what are you going to go to the suburbs? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> We did. We did spend one day where we went to like a, a national. Like a, I'm sorry, not a national park, like a state park. Mm-hmm. And we uh, there was a lake there, so we basically just hung out by the lake because it's you know like a beach. It's yeah. got a beach, and yeah. then we just hung out in the lake. Yeah, it was hot this weekend, so. dude. It was rough walking around outside with my with my parents. It was like oh, a, yeah, in was, the mid to high nineties. Oh yeah, and it was it was humid. It was very humid. Yeah, it really was. But uh, yeah, so that was fun, Dragon. Okay, well, exciting. Sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, very exciting. I know. It's very exciting, Dragon. All right, Dragon. Let's mm-hmm. get into this, all right? Why don't mm-hmm. we start with a little segment that we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon! Okay. Yes. Tell me what you saw on the couch this week. Okay, so Andrew and I have been um, watching Catherine Bigelow movies. Um, yes. there, there's a podcast called Blank Check that does a deep dive into into um, filmographies from certain uh, filmmakers, and they mm-hmm. did a Catherine Bigelow one. Um, so there's an episode on each of her movies. So we watched uh, Near Dark which is on right. AMC and Shudder. Um, Near Dark is the is a Western-style vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also watch Blue Steel, which is on Tubi. And okay. Blue Steel... Uh, go ahead. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh-huh. isn't Blue, Blue Steel just a, a modeling <laughs> No. They stole it. <laughs> they what? stole the name of it. No, Blue Steel is with... Um, what's her face from Halloween? Um... Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, thank you. Jamie Lee Curtis plays a, a brand new cop, um, mm-hmm. in it, and it's like a it's a thriller, I guess you could say, like a police thriller. Um, right. And they're both like they have very similar vibes to them. Um, Catherine yeah. Catherine Bigelow basically like the thing about her is everybody says that she makes movies like for men, but from like a female gaze, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And and I I think that's like sort of true, but but not quite true for these two. Like Near Dark is just a really good vampire movie, <laughs> okay. without them ever saying the word vampire. Like they oh, ne- they never have to say it. They never have to explain it. Like you just understand what's happening, like from the get. 
And it's got, it's like, they're both also super moody movies. Like, they set a tone and they stick with that tone, and both of them have similar tones. Um, I I really liked both of them, honestly. I think Near Dark I liked better than Blue Steel. Blue Steel is about, like, Jamie Lee Curtis becomes a a cop, and then she um, has to shoot somebody on the job, and then somebody sees her do it, and then starts stalking her, basically. Right. Um, That's what it's about. And, again, they're both great. They're they're really they're really well made movies. Catherine Bigelow is an excellent filmmaker. Yeah, she's made a bunch of movies. Like mm-hmm. like I'm looking at her her filmography right now, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that she did Point Break. Mm-hmm. Which well, is like the we old... also we also just watched Point Break. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's a really guys. I'm a man's man movie, mm-hmm. right, Dragon? Mm-hmm. But she uh, yeah, but she she made a bunch of movies. Like like I, I per, to me personally, her my I think her best movie was uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. And she also did The Hurt Locker, which is two great, great yeah. movies. She's Although she's... Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty, I think it's like fucking amazing. Yeah, she's an excellent filmmaker. I would recommend that you go back and watch her earlier stuff if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, so we watched that. Uh, recommend. And the only other thing I'm going to talk about is when, when my parents were here, we watched a couple movies with them. Um, right. First, we watched Friday the 13th. Because it was Friday the 13th while they were here, so we had to. It was of mandatory. Um, and also, whenever my parents are here, we end up watching one of the like old school horror movies. My mom's right. a big horror fan, so we, we do that. Oh, a lot. very exciting! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I got into horror because my mom likes it and didn't have any filters with what she showed me when I was a kid. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing we watch is not a horror movie; it's a documentary, and it's called Woodstock '99. It's on HBO. Right. Have you have you seen the anything about this documentary? Um, I just heard someone talking about it, and I remember Woodstock '99. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. So uh, basically, it's a documentary about like the shit show that was Woodstock '99, um, and they they interviewed like a lot of people. They interviewed a lot of the bands that played. They interviewed a lot of the people who went. Um, they they interviewed the promoters. Like it, it's a really solid documentary. It's very very fun to watch. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of boobs and dicks in it, <laughs> which was very a little fun. awkward to watch with my parents. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I, I highly recommend. I think it's a great, it's a really well-made documentary. And it's yeah, fun. Yeah, I remember that. That, yeah. that thing was just, it was a fucking shit show. I, from the, I mean, it was wild. worse than the first Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, No, wi- like, wildly dangerous. There was a riot at the end. Like, and, it is. Yeah. And, and, like, they, and they, they do such a good shit. job. Yeah, yeah, they start burning shit. They do such a good job in the documentary, too, to kind of explain, like, here's what they were trying to do. Here's why it, like, absolutely didn't work. And why it was, like, never going to work. And like, here's well, I, like what was going on at the time, you know, and like music think, and in this, and yeah, it was. And I think it, the biggest problem was they were like, "Hey, you want water? It's gonna be ten bucks, four dollars, four dollars, and which is again 90, 1999 money." Yeah. Um, and then also, oh, uh, we didn't order enough like like bathrooms. Yeah. They didn't have and... enough anything. They didn't. The security guards weren't well trained, and half of them, like once it started, just took their stuff off and like got and went to the crowd and disappeared because it's a crowd yeah. of like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, they. It's just, it really was like the worst of like, you guys just you didn't give a shit about anything. You just mm-hmm. were like, how much money? How do we make the most amount of money possible? Yeah, exactly. And everything just went to shit. And then basically you, you had like, I, I remember there was a shit ton of like, like uh, reports of like sexual assault. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, yeah, then it basically ended with people burning shit down. Mm-hmm. And as the bands were still playing, as the bands are playing, wild fucking fires going on and the band's just like well it looks like there's a fire oh, well, going. <laughs> and that it that is actually really fun because they 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 talk to some of the um band members who are who are uh 
there and like we're like yeah i guess we're playing and i don't know like <laughs> but it was fun I remember, I remember they tried to blame it on fred durst they did they 100 percent, 100 percent blamed on fred durst which like don't get me wrong he didn't help the situation like but yeah, he but also like, like he's he's not the one who shit. put on the show like you know the situation was shit to begin with and then it's like i i play heavy metal music and so, i have a yeah. song called you know you know, burn shit or I forget what break it is. Stuff or but whatever then they it is. Yeah. Breaks, yeah, whatever it was. But then they're like, oh, he, he kept singing that song while <laughs> they were breaking stuff. And I'm like, that's his song. Like, what, what was he going to fucking just be like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pull out the acoustic guitar and start playing something different, guys. Well, the, cra- the crazy thing was like, when they showed the lineup, you looked at it and you're like, this lineup literally doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. they had Jewel playing right before like Metallica. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Truly. Um, so the, I think that was another issue. They like really fucked up on like, like they, the, the type of people that they were expecting to have were like Woodstock people, you know, like free peace, love people. But then they booked bands that were not that. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what they yeah. expected Metallica fans and like Fred Durst fans to be like, but it's not like that, you know, it's not like, let's all love each other and take care of each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, it was, I, I highly recommend. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I thought it was a really fun documentary. Okay, Dragon. Um, yep, I think you. that's, oh, that's it. on uh, HBO, right? Nah, uh, yes, that one is on HBO. Awesome. So, so Berto, what did you watch for Berto on the Bed? All right, so the first one is uh, I watched. Uh, I my chick was so we watched The Suicide Squad last week. <laughs> okay. Uh, and my chick was like, I like this the first Suicide Squad, and I was I literally just was like, shut up, no, you did it. <laughs> And then she was like, no, 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 I did. So what I did was I then we put it on and we're like, no, now we're watching it. It's just, just so you can explain to me what was good. And everything, by the way, Dragon, mm-hmm. this movie was just as bad as I remember it. <laughs> so we, yeah, we watched the 2016 Suicide Squad, which is currently on HBO, by the way. I never saw it. it Andrew, Andrew saw it in theaters without me and then was like, yeah, there's no reason for us to watch this. And I was no, like, cool. No. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's so bad. Like, the movie spends a good, I'm going to say 20 minutes, introducing the characters. Mm-hmm. And when I say, the, then and then they spend another 15 minutes reintroducing the same characters. <laughs> so and stupid. Then, and by the way, they then they just drop, like, three characters in there, and they're like, well, and then we also have these guys. <laughs> and then and I'm like, they don't get an introduction? So dumb. So it... it it, it was like so poorly edited. It could. It was. It was very evident how badly edited it was. I wasn't sure what was happening. Not that what was happening, but I'm like, how did they go there? Why are they going this way? Like, no, there was no explanation as to certain things happening. There were just scenes for no reason, and I'm like, all of this could have been cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad guy, of course, is just it's boring. Yeah. And I'm like, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, some of these actors are pretty good. It's just in this movie, they're not good. It's so you're really saying bad. you need a Snyder cut? <laughs> I, yeah, I need a Snyder cut. I, well, I forget what the director's name, but I want, I want, I want his cut of the movie because he, by the way, um, he when he after making it, he was basically like just bitching up a storm mm-hmm. as to how much they cut it up and they basically destroyed his movie. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm like, not surprised. And then, of course, you have fucking Jared Leto doing his the worst fucking uh, Joker I've ever seen in my life. It was just so bad. So, so he's just laughing for no reason. And then, like, oh, I guess the Joker's now just a 
gangster. All right, cool. I just, I just don't. I the Joker is just not a great character. Like no, Heath Ledger he, did it he, right, and that's it. Like we're done. We don't. Nobody he, can do it ever again. He is a great character if you understand what he's doing, which is just he's an agent of chaos. Yeah. Like that's what it is. It's like he doesn't give a fuck about like if you can portray him as that. Like he doesn't give a fuck about winning or doing good or doing bad. All mm-hmm. he gives a fuck is about just like like showing up and like you know throwing the table up in the air and being like ah no no one gets to play cards yeah like that's that's the joker when you try to make him something else it's just like ugh, jesus christ what are you guys doing but by the way this was directed by uh david uh air and i am requesting the air cut (laughs) okay you're gonna put put that high do you think he's pissed that like snyder got to redo his movie but he didn't he is but he came out recently in some interviews and was just like fucking livid about how <laughs> pissed off he was. It was it was fucking amazing. Um alright, so nice. Yeah, so, so you rewatched that? It. So you highly recommend ten out of ten to oh, everybody fucking, should watch it. Fucking, it was just as bad as you thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Just as bad as I remember it being. Um did did, did your chick Margaret, take it back? Was she like, oh never mind, did, sorry. As we were watching it, she was like, Yeah, I remembered it wrong. And then I was like, but on the other on the other hand, fucking uh Margot Robbie is amazing in it. Margot Robbie's a great actor. She even, really even is. Will, uh, will Smith is in it. He's fucking great. Man. I forgot Will Smith is in it. Yeah. Like, the, the actors are doing good. It's just it's just how it was put together. And, like, the story is just fucking god-awful yeah. and bad. Shame. Uh, it was... It, rewatching it just made me... Got me annoyed, Dragon. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, what, right, else, so, what else did you watch? Uh, I also watched a movie called Silence. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now, Dragon, this is a t- movie that came out in 2016. Directed by your boy Martin Scorsese, okay, and it's and it's starring your boys Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. I don't now, remember this movie. No, no one does. Okay, good. Um, it is a movie that takes place in 17th century. Uh, uh, the two main it's in 17th century. Okay. The two main characters are Portuguese, um, like priests, okay. and they're basically going to Japan to spread. Christianity. Okay. And Japan is just like, nah, son, we're killing everyone. So it's a lot about like, um, how, like what it is to be spiritual and like how you, how you can like, how to make, like basically these people are sacrificing their lives and getting tortured to death just by, because they're Christians. Yeah. All right. So it's, it, it, it's fun to watch in a historical sense, but it's boring to watch in the sense of like, Entertainment. holy fuck, why, why is this movie two and a half hours? Oh, God. But Way yeah, too long. Yeah, I, I was like, man, if this was like an hour and 40 minutes, it could have been very good. But I, I understand like you need to like let the story like drag out in a slow way, be that way you understand everything. But it's just, it's a good movie, but I wouldn't recommend it for people to watch. It's weird. It's like, too, it's know? just too long. It's just too long, yeah, yeah, and it's a little too slow. It, yeah. Like maybe if you if you really if you're a cinephile, I would say watch it because you get to see a lot of good fucking Scorsese stuff. Yeah, but um, not, besides that, like yeah, you can skip it. I, fi- I find it weird that not, nothing that you described in this about this movie sounds even vaguely familiar to me. I don't know how I missed um, the fact that a Scorsese movie came out like five years ago. I mean, like, I I completely forgot about it until I saw it on Hulu, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, this movie. Huh. Okay, I will probably not watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I understand that. Um, and then uh, while we were in the hotel, while we were in a hotel room after a long day, mm-hmm. I was sitting down watching a movie on the TV, and it was the Jurassic Park, Dragon. <gasps> the, the original one. The original ninety three one. Nice. 
And uh, yeah, watching it, I was like, holy fuck, this is a good movie. It's so good, right? God damn it. It, it was holds so up. Good. It holds up yeah. perfectly. And, and that the scene where uh, the T-Rex attacks, yeah. like that that could be one of the best scenes in, in, in movies. Dude, it looks so good. Yeah, and it's like, it's so well set up where they're just sitting there bored. And like, you know, as the audience, something mm-hmm. bad is going to happen. And then the way it slowly, like, lets you know, like, hey, the T-Rex is coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that Obi's breaking this thing, it's going to be bad. And then, like, everything leading up, like, he just knows how to, like, bring up the tension until mm-hmm. you're just, like, about to explode. And then just fucking the T-Rex attacks. And then it, it's just, it's a fucking great movie. It's, it's fucking great. And that scene is great. Yeah. And the one thing I did forget was just how fast the movie ends. Yeah, it really it like, really is not drawn out. Yeah, which is great. It's like you're literally in the middle of these guys, of these people getting killed. They run out of the building into a Jeep, and then like two minutes later, they're on a helicopter, and they're <laughs> like, all right, peace, and the movie ends. I'm like, wow, that's, I, I forgot how fast this ends. Very economical movie. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. And I, like I said, I read the book. It's fucking great. Yeah. It made me want to read the, read the book again. Yeah, it does. It, there was something else that I recently was like, I should read the book that this is based on. Oh, Silence of, uh, Silence of the Limbs. I was, I was like, I should read those books, but I, I haven't. I'm probably um, not going to. Uh, I know Jaime read all the books. I read the, the, the last one, Hannibal. Yeah, I thought he said that the, the first couple are good and they get bad or something. I forget. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but I, I'll ask him. I'll probably just rewatch Hannibal again, honestly. <laughs> Which I know I say every week, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so those are my three movies, Dragon. Nice. All right, Dragon. Yes. We've made it. It's time for us yes. to do our most famous segment. Sure. Dragon at the movies. Okay. All right, Dragon, I'm going to go ahead and introduce this this one. So I got to choose this week. Yes. Uh, and for this week, I decided, you know what? Let's let's have a bit of fun. So I picked 2018's The Ballad of Buster, Scrub, uh, Buster Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Now... This movie was a Netflix original movie. Okay. It was uh, directed by Ethan and Joel Cohen, the mm-hmm. Cohen brothers, mm-hmm. and it is starring a long list of actors. Yes, I will just, just name so many: James Franco, Liam Nielsen, and Tim Blake Nelson. And then again, it's it's a giant ensemble of, of actors. Yes, but there there is a there is a, a lot of famous people in this movie or in this yes. yeah movie, I guess. Yeah, and it the movie is basically six stories, mm-hmm. six stories that are very loosely uh, held together by one premise, and that is well, actually two premises. One is that they are in the they take place in the West, mm-hmm. and number two, they all have to do with death. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, thank right, you for dragon. giving me the dragon at the movies for this. Oh God damn it! Did I give you the <laughs> you no, dragon? That is the dragon at the movies for this. The synopsis. Yeah, the synopsis. I mean, there isn't really. I can't ask you for because it's six separate stories. It, right? it is. A, yeah, it's six like basically completely separate uh, right. vignettes. So let's. So basically, what I'm going to ask you to do is give me the quickest yeah. Dragon at the movies for East Beach vignette we talk about, right? Okay. Okay, that sounds good. All right. So let's go ahead and start this bad boy. Okay. Dragon. Yes. We're going to start with the first segment, mm-hmm. and that is the titular. Yes. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes. Dragon, give me a Dragon at the Movie synopsis for this. Okay, so Ballad of Buster Scruggs is about Buster Scruggs, who is the quickest draw in the West and also a country singer. And he shoots people and then he sings songs about it. 
That's a valid of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Perfect, Dragon. All right, Dragon, let's get into it. Okay. Number one. Yes. Was this your favorite segment? <laughs> it was, you know, you know, so the beginning of it, I was like, ugh, I don't like it. And I, I was really worried, honestly. When, 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 when he's like, when he's basically talking, talking to the camera? Yeah, he was talking to the camera. He's got that super thick, uh, you know, uh, the country West accent. Texas yeah, 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 yeah. And he starts singing and whatever. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like what's going on here necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is going to be boring. Um, <laughs> and then he's incredibly rules based. <laughs> he is. He is a man of yeah. He, he, I was going to say you. This is a man who follows the rules. He follows in the every rules. Every situation. Yes. And then gets very angry when other people don't follow the rules. So basically, it, this won me over. Basically, the second he was like, you didn't follow the rule here. I was like, oh, perfect. I'm in. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Buster Scruggs. Yeah. And he's also a very eloquent man. He is. He is. Very well spoken. And he loves these big words. Yep. And I, he, like what I wrote was he, he talks like it's like he's a poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely he speaks he speaks in lyrics, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I liked it. I liked and I liked how it ended too. Oh uh, well, I mean, the whole thing was that he is he's the baddest man in the in the West, right? And yeah. like you, you saw him basically just showing off and killing people, yeah. and then it's just like this is the. I, I mean, he's singing different songs about it because it like it, it's basically a musical. He sings yeah. the his part the is definitely a musical. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, the, the basic premise of it is uh, you either live by the gun or you, and if you live by the gun, you're going to die by the gun. Yeah, which yeah. I appreciate. And yeah, I appreciate him being like, well, I guess that's that. Yeah. It's <laughs> after like, getting oh, shot in the head. Basically, what happens is uh, he, after after that, the, the card game and then killing uh, a couple people in town, mm-hmm. he um, some other guy comes in and he's like, hey, are you Buster Scruggs? A man who respects him. Yeah. And because he respects him, Buster Scrubs respects him back. And he's like, well, I heard I, I heard you're the fastest gun in the West, and I wanted to make my name off you. And he's like, all right. Yep. And then fucking gets shot in the head because the other guy's faster. Loved it. Yeah, it was great. It was great, Dragon. Yeah, I also was. love the, the use of, like, colors because everyone, everyone in this segment is dark, except yeah. for Buster Scrubs, who's, like, so bright. He is. He, he's, in, he's dressed in all white. There's a there's a whole thing about like being a black hat or a white hat. And he doesn't want to mm-hmm. take the white off. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I I like this one. It won me over halfway through. I, it won me over because of the rule. Because you of the are rules. a lady. You are a lady who enjoys your rules. Right? I just think that if you are somewhere, you should kind of respect the 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 norms of that place, right? Now, yeah. Now, I was actually telling my chick that mm-hmm. like the so so we always have these notions of what the West is, mm-hmm. and I was telling my chick like you know there was a lot of towns in the West that were basically um, you you can't bring your guns in, <laughs> which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So like these guys would come into town, and the first thing you do is when you come into town is the the sheriff hires someone to to collect your guns, mm-hmm. and then you thank you you can have your guns when you leave. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of a lot of towns in the old west were were fucking like no we don't want you killing <laughs> we don't want people killing each other. I we feel want like you. Yeah, I feel like the problem in the old west was like it's just too easy to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody insults your mother and then you shoot them and everybody's like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's the way it was. And then since everyone kind of has that agreement, it was like, 
Well, uh, we didn't like that guy because he insulted the mother. So let's all agree that we didn't see nothing. Yes. <laughs> we didn't see nothing, Sheriff. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he just fell on a bullet. Beats us. <laughs> yeah, but, for the, but for the most part, it's like a, a lot of these things are just like grandstanding. It's a lot yeah. of just like, hey, I'll shoot you. And then the other guy goes, well, I'll shoot you. And then yeah. his friends like pull him away and they're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, right. They're like, I like, didn't really want to shoot. It's, yeah. like the, it's like the whole duel situation. Oh, like, yeah. Don't show up to a duel, you fucking idiot. What are you going to do? Well, no. Back in the day, you have to remember that back in the day, Dragon, and yeah. I know this because I read it in a book once. Okay. Is that the concept, the whole point of the duel was to show up and show that you're not scared. Okay. And then most of the time, both guys would just fire the gun in the air. Right. So they would, they would walk, they would do their pace, you would show that you're brave, and you both fire the gun in the air. <laughs> and then every now and then, you just piss someone off a little too much, and then you shoot each other. <laughs> <laughs> or you get shot. Right, right. That, but, the, uh, but the whole yeah, but the whole concept of I challenge you to a duel is not I want to kill you, but it's more so like you you have to like you have to prove that you're 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 not afraid, and yeah. then you have to show up, yeah. and then to show that you're not afraid. But Man. yeah, for the most part, they just fire the gun in the air. I would never. I would never. I, mean, I, I would be like, you want a duel? Okay. And then I would not shot. <laughs> no, I would never accept it the first one. So I'd be like, absolutely fucking not. You're going to try and shoot a gun at me? Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. Uh, okay. Anyway, so that was number one. We have yeah, six parts. So then, yeah. So now we move on to the second segment, right? Okay. It was one was titled uh, Near Algodons, which yeah. I don't know what that means. Algodones? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming it's the town. Yeah, me too. Um, so, so do you want me to give you a, a breakdown of this? Yes. Okay, so this was the one with James Franco, right? Yes, your boy. Yep, my, my boy, clearly, James Franco. Every, Tim Blake Nelson is also your boy. This is one, I think this is the shortest one. Uh, I believe so, yes. And it's, um, so it's basically a... It's your favorite because it's the shortest one. Yes, yeah, exactly, it's my favorite because it's the shortest one. So it's basically uh, James Franco tries to rob a bank. And the um, the the teller uh, get, gets the best of him. And the teller is, uh, what's his face? Um, what's the guy, the, the guy from the, the office space, the, yep. do you have, have you seen my stapler? My stapler? Yeah. Uh, he's Has great. Has someone seen my stapler? Yeah, that guy, that actor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. God, and if I go through the IMDb, Stephen Root, find, it's like, Stephen Root. Yes. Yep, he's, he's on the yeah. front page. And he does, he does such a good job <laughs> in this. Um, so he plays like a, yeah, like a kind of dweeby, uh, old timey bank teller. Um, but it turns out he actually can really protect himself in the bank. <laughs> so James Franco does not get away. He gets shot in the leg, and then um, he's going to be hung. He's attacked by uh, the the hanging party attack is a, attacks him, and and uh, or the hanging party is attacked by Indians. The um, James Franco gets away for a little bit but then he's gonna be hung again and he's hung and that's it and that's where the meme comes from like your first time with the with james franco with the noose around his neck <laughs> yes i even wrote in my notes like oh it's the meme i, I wrote that down too i was like meme <laughs> and that's i mean I, I i knew it was the meme but it was because i i saw this when it came out yeah uh, the movie so yeah. like when the moves came out i was like oh i get it i know what he's talking about this is great yeah so that so that's that one all right dragon so james franco let me just say this mm -hmm. what are you doing you gotta have a better strategy if you're gonna be robbing the bank, right? You gotta, you gotta, you know, look at the place. Like, go in, like, do something first just to see what's up, like what's around. Yeah. For example, the fucking guy has has this thing set up so well, and then he really tells him like, "Hey, yeah, I got a bunch of fucking guns around." Yeah, right. And James Franco still goes like, "You know what? 
I'm still going to try to rob yeah, you. You know why? Because James Franco underestimated the bank teller. Because he thought, yeah. this this little dweeby guy, this old, old dweeby guy isn't going to do anything. Yeah. What could and he then, possibly and, do against me, James Franco? And my favorite thing is that James Franco grabs the money, runs out, to which the uh, bank teller is running after him with a gun, mm-hmm. dressed in, like, pots. <laughs> All over his body, and every time James Franco shoots him, he hits a pen, and he's like, and then you just hear the guy yell out, "Pen, pen!" <laughs> I thought it was so funny. It's like James Franco, aim lower. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, or aim at the face, something. Yeah, literally, anyway. But I don't think I don't. You know, I'm pretty sure old timey guns from the West didn't aim super well. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know, but I'm gonna say yes. Doesn't seem like it. it. Seems also hard to load, and so, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. uh, all of it seemed difficult. But anyway, that was yeah. that one. Pretty quick. James it was Franco only gets, like well, five no, to ten James, minutes. No, James Franco gets hit in the head. He hits in the head. Uh, he gets hit in the leg. What are you talking about? No, he gets hit in the head, and then to which like he's about to be hung. Oh, not you mean? Yeah, he gets hit in the head with the butt of a gun, not with a bullet. Yeah. yeah. To which he's going about to be hung, and then like uh, an Indian party comes by, kills mm-hmm. off the sheriff and his men. To which he's just sitting there until someone passes by by luck and saves James Franco. Yeah. To which I love because the guy, the guy's trying to shoot the rope down and he's just like, stay still. <laughs> like James Franco has any control over it. Yeah, that and was very the funny. guy just like keeps talking to James Franco like, yeah, I'm real glad that you could be here to help me with these, uh, help me with these cattle. And then it turns out that that guy robbed the cattle. <laughs> And then James Franco gets hung for that, to yep. which you have that scene where he's about to get hung. Um, you see, like, you see him talking to the guy next to him who's bawling, and he just looks at him. He's like, first time, huh? Mm-hmm. And then and then he just sees a pretty woman, and then he's just like, I guess he just has the the image of like, well, uh, that could I could have been talking to that woman, except I'm going to get hung. Yep. Because I was, I did not follow the rules. He really, right. he really takes it like a man. Yeah. I, I mean, will give it that. <laughs> At this point, he's used to getting hung, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, at that point, you're probably like, oh, maybe I'll get away again. <laughs> um, okay, that, right. was, that was that was part two. You want to do part yeah. three? All right, so part three is the meal time. Dragon? Meal ticket. I'm sorry, meal ticket. Yeah. Dragon? Yeah. Why don't you give me a Dragon at the Synop- <laughs> Movies synopsis? Okay, this one. one is about an armless and leg- legless uh, theater performer, actor, um, who goes around and does like a little stage show where he just says like soliloquies or whatever um, for seemingly hours, and that's how mm-hmm. he makes money for him and his driver. Um, <laughs> this is it? this is my least favorite so, one. So uh, that one that the the um, what's it called the paraplegic guy is played by your boy Harry Mennington, which mm-hmm. is always a person who whenever I see him, I'm always like his face is too small for his head. <laughs> And um, is he in Harry Potter? Is that what I know him from? I probably I don't. I, don't I really didn't know. look it up. Uh, and then of course the um, the the guy who is the the sage coach the the manager I guess you could say mm-hmm. is played by your boy Liam Nielsen. Liam Neeson. That's what I said. Yes. Um, but uh, yes, keep going, keep going. No, but that's uh, like. Dragon, you didn't like this one that much. No, I thought it, I, I. This one is was a. It it drew, it went on for too long. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need to hear his uh, performances that many times. I felt like like once or twice. Show them to me. Show that they're exactly the same, and he's doing this thing forever and ever. Um, and then I don't need you know the the other like three or four times you do it. I like the ending of it though. 
Yeah, so uh, this one is actually, it's what's interesting to me is that the two characters never talk to each other. No. They are strictly business. Yeah. And uh, you and what I like is that they're able. They're basic. I feel like this one is them trying to tell tell a story without using dialogue, mm-hmm. because they they show you. Oh, this is what he does. This is how he prepares it. Like these two have an arrangement. They don't really talk. And then, um, yeah, he's he's Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter movies. I knew he was in there. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so they never talk, and then like. Basically, you understand what's happening, which is the guy's making less and less money every single time he goes out. Mm-hmm. Until one day, Liam Nielsen like spots a fucking chicken making a crazy amount of money, and then he buys a chicken. <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, what am I gonna do with this paraplegic? I know." And then he—you just see him stop at the side. You see him thinking, and then he—and then like throws a rock in the river. Yep. And then the next scene is just him with just the chicken. And yep. you're like, I understand everything that happened. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that was good. I thought the ending was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... I, I just, I really like the fact that they just went like, you know what? We're not going to have these two have dialogue. Yeah. So we have to tell the story of what's happening with um, with just their actions and their acting. Look, the, the Coen brothers are great filmmakers. I, got, I totally 100% got what was going on here. They told the story really well with no with basically no dialogue at all. Um, mm-hmm. It just wasn't my favorite. That was a little I, long. I understand. Yeah. I understand. You, you, the, your number one quality in everything, the short? number one thing you look for in everything is time. Yeah. Because as we've discussed before, you are a woman who, time is precious for you. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. You know? Like, yep. you have things to do. You can't waste your time rewatching Hannibal over and over, <laughs> and over again, right? Certainly not. Certainly not. So, I definitely do other things. <laughs> every minute for you yep uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> all right dragon so that was the third one that was let's the third go one. on to the yeah let's go okay. on to the fourth one part four is all gold canyon yeah so i yep, this this one is again I, I thought part of it went on for a little bit too long mm-hmm. um but i again i really liked the uh the ending of it so this is okay. one where there's an old gold prospector who's going through the mountains and he comes by the stream oh. That's what? played by Tom Watts, by the way. That's played by Tom Watts. Um, and he's he's going by the stream, and he looks, and he's like, I think there's gold by this here stream. So he mm-hmm. starts digging holes. And this is why I think it, it took too long. The, we watched this man dig, like, I don't know, 50 holes. <laughs> it's just a lot of hole digging. And I get it. Like, it, it, it shows the repetitive nature of what he's doing and how he's doing it. And I, I got 100% exactly how he was doing it, how he was narrowing down where the gold vein would be and all that other kind of stuff. I understand. Great filmmaking. Absolutely great filmmaking. Slightly bored. Um, so he, he finds a vein of gold and a dude shoots him in the back. <laughs> Which is very rude. Extremely rude. Uh, and the old prospector um, plays dead, and then when the guy jumps down, he attacks him, and the old prospector wins that fight, which I think is very impressive, and um, ends up getting getting his gold, I guess, sort of. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I see what you're saying, that it was too long, but I really, what I appreciated about it was that I did, never knew how prospectors worked. <laughs> and you get to see, like, oh, yeah. this is... It's yeah, you a really learn. Hard job. It is time consuming, and he basically does. He literally just goes to the stream out of luck, 
yeah. then it's him trying to narrow down exactly where it is and all that stuff. It it was very interesting to be like, oh, this I guess this is how they used to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And then also it was time consuming because it sh- it was meant to show like this is this is a fucking hard job. Yeah. Like, and that's why that's why you really feel for the character because you're like this motherfucker is working his ass off. And then this fucking asshole comes in and shoots him in the back. And which, to which why he calls him, uh, I believe he called him a skunk. Yeah. Uh, and he just, he fucking was cursing at him. Like, how dare you fucking wait till I'm done working and then try to reap all the benefits. Yeah, no shit. So rude. I also loved when he, after he got shot and he like killed the other guy that shot him, he goes, he didn't hit nothing important. <laughs> yeah. About the bullet wound in his in his body, um, so that that was very very funny to me. Mm-hmm. I, that that got me. I, and I I love how he 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 climbs a tree because he's look he he's hungry so he's like making breakfast. He fishes he gets a fish and then he climbs a tree because he's like oh there's eggs up there. Mm-hmm. He climbs a tree and then he's he's grabbing the eggs and then sees the owl staring at him and he's like oh, fuck all right. <laughs> he puts the eggs back and he's like you know what I'll take one I'll yeah. take one. Yeah. How many how many how high can a how high can a bird <laughs> that was that was very good. That was before he got shot. Yeah. Um, um, and there was then, also yeah, a donkey so, in that one. Uh, <laughs> the donkey. Oh yeah, he had the, he had a pet donkey. So yeah. uh, what I what I liked about this was basically like again the premise. The, the, obviously, these are all about death, but yeah. in this one, I feel like it was saying like, look how beautiful and nature and all this, and then a few humans come along, <laughs> do their shit, and then when they're done, nature just comes back. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. That was also fun. Um, and number, number was, oh, sorry. Or you yeah, want to say anything more about to, this one? I was just going to say that there was also a deer, and I thought that was very exciting. There, was, there was a deer. Yeah, that was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay, part five is the gal who got rattled. This mm-hmm. actually, I think this one might be the longest one. Now that I think uh, about it. It is the longest one. Yeah, it's, it is it is surprisingly long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually like this one, too. Okay. I, li- I like the girl, and I like the dynamic she has with her brother, and then with the... Uh, suitor and then again with the old like um what did they call him guide i guess yeah the guide i haven't call him a guide but i'm i'm not sure what he what you would call him yeah um now, so basically in this one a woman is uh traveling a, 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 along i guess the oregon trail mm-hmm. to to oregon from wherever in the in the east and um she's going with her brother and at some point her brother suddenly dies like he gets sick and dies so she's sort of left to her own devices and you find out her brother is like kind of a shitty businessman and like maybe doesn't have the money he said he did and so um one of the guys that's taking them on the Oregon trail kind of takes a shining to this lady and uh asks her to marry him and she says yes and then her little dog who <laughs> earlier <laughs> uh the the nice the nice uh guide had offered to put down but he actually escaped um comes out i guess and she has to go get him and she runs and then the old guide uh (laughs) goes to get her and they're attacked by indians there's a lot i feel like there's kind of a lot of that in this Mm -hmm. and um okay so good the attack the attack by indians thing and yeah uh, when they're attacked at the end, the, the old guide gives her uh, a, a gun and says, there are two bullets in that. Um, if we get overrun and there's no hope for us, make sure you kill yourself so that, so like they don't get you. Cause if they do, it's yeah. going to be worse. They're going like, to torture you and kill you. And she says, okay. So he's fighting, <laughs> fighting with the Indians and like kills a bunch of them or whatever. And there's a point where he, he it seems like he's going to be, he gets hit in the head and he like gets knocked out for a little bit. And she decides to um, kill herself. 
<laughs> not realizing that he was just gonna like get right back up and kill this dude and and that's the end of that one right Berto? Now, yes so i think this one has the most depth to it like you're right that yeah. this is the longest one but i also think this is the one that has the most like character development yes, the most yes, depth yes. the most story the most everything so yes, every it, i agree it is with the you. longest one yeah. but it feels the most full it feels the most complete i think it's yeah. not it's not just a vignette. You get like a whole world and story. A whole and background. story, a whole everything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love the fact that Alice mm-hmm. and her brother by the way, Alice is played by, by uh your to girl, Zoe Krazan. Zoe. From other sorry, Zoe Kazan from mm-hmm. other things. I honestly never I I, I've seen her face before, but I'm like Oh, I, she's in the big sick. I probably know her from the big yeah, sick. I, I never saw that movie, but yeah. No, you didn't. So, no, why would I? I'm an adult. Good. I don't watch those things. It's, what are you talking about? That's As, not. That's an adult movie. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just never seen it. It's one of those movies that always is on my queue, and then every time I'm about to watch it, I'm like, oh, God, do I have to watch this? You and love then I rom-coms. I don't else. know why you wouldn't want to watch it. Uh, I know, but I love I love my type of rom-coms. Everyone's like, oh, this is a good rom-com. And then mm. to me, that's just like, all you're telling me is this is going to be bad. Yeah. Because I love my type of rom-com. Oh, strategy. she's in the Deuce. She's also in the Deuce. Mm. So yeah, okay, so anyway. um, yeah, I like the dynamic between her and her brother, and you get it immediately because yeah. at the dinner table, she is just very quiet, and her, the brother is just talking out his ass mm-hmm. completely. And you see the 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 woman who's like the the owner of the I'm going to call it the bed and breakfast wherever yeah. they were staying. Yep. She is just talking and then like talking kind of talking down to the brother a little bit while the brother's like almost too ignorant to un- really understand what his woman's saying mm-hmm. so you get immediately that like he is he 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 like basically like tells her what to do all the time yeah but at the same time um he's often wrong he's always he's always wrong he's, yeah. <laughs> I, let's not say often always he's always fucking wrong. yeah for sure um but yeah and then he dies he dies right into it yeah from cholera uh and uh-huh. uh dragon i yeah. think my favorite part about this was that it was a wagon train and i don't know if you know this but dra- uh wagon trains are endlessly interesting are they i'm probably not yes. for the people probably not for the people who are in them oh no i mean for me as someone outside reading about it uh, when I read that book, um, I, uh, fuck, I'm going to forget the name of the book, but I'll, I'll look it up right now. But I read a book about the Donner Party. Uh-huh. You? You wrote a book? Of, you read a book about the Donner Party, of all things? Birdo, I can't hear you anymore. One. Whoops, sorry about that. Okay, keep going, yeah. Birdo. Somehow, <laughs> Donner Party. Yeah, somehow my, somehow my, my phone got... Uh, got frozen there or something i don't know what happened but i got disconnected but anyway i I read a book about the donner party it was called the indifferent stars above Mm -hmm. and like it goes into so much detail about how wagon trains work and how like it's very interesting to understand how these things work because it was very much like hey we're all we're all doing this together but uh i don't pay attention to other people (laughs) so if you like if you start to fall behind that's your problem yeah like, yeah, I, I can't save. I cannot save you. Yeah. There's a story in the book about, and like an old man who just couldn't keep up with the wagon train. Yeah. And one day they said he just sat down on a rock, and that was the last time they saw him. Yeah. 
And then people at the afterwards at dinner were like, maybe we should go back to get him because this had happened a couple times, and then、mm-hmm. he showed up in the middle of the night.、Mm-hmm. And then at one point they were like having dinner, and they're like, maybe we should go back and get him. And they were just like, why? Like, yeah, it's just gonna happen like, again. No, it's、yeah. just gonna happen again. We all we're doing is prolonging his death. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's like we just have to just let it happen. Yeah, but yeah, so it's endlessly fascinating for me to read. Dragon Eyes highly. Highly suggest you do as much research about wagon trains as possible. I, well, I hundred percent am not going to do that. It's not a thing. Hopefully, knock on wood, it's not a thing I have to, we ever have to do again. <laughs> like, not, <laughs> at least not until society collapses. <laughs> then maybe we do.、Um, yeah, but then also you learn imme-、uh, you learn about the character immediately that like man he this this her brother is a fucking idiot. Yeah, he these guys. He, pay, I think he's he gives him. He said he's gonna give him four hundred dollars. Yeah, the guy, the their their hired boy to help. Yeah, <laughs> to which the the guy who runs the wagon train thing was like four hundred dollars. That is that is insane. Like、yeah. it's an insane. You can see obviously that this guy got. He just said four hundred dollars. Okay, even though the the guy's like basically stealing money from him. Yeah. Oh, just But, a terrible、uh, businessman. Yeah. So yeah, and then the, of course, then the, the like she has that dilemma where it's like I I don't have any money to pay these guys, and she kept asking the the leader of the wagon train like what the fuck should I do? Yeah, and he's trying to help her out, and then at one point he's like, man, I really want to crush that. <laughs> I appreciated him. He seemed like a great guy. Yeah, for real, right? When he proposed, I was like, "Do it, honey. Marry him. He seems great." What? You don't have any other prospects. You're just gonna die alone at this point. So. <laughs> I'm so glad that your thought was, "Oh, you gotta marry him fast before you die alone." Yes.、Yeah. Your only chance. Well, clearly, I don't. I don't think that women did super well in this time. Like who Dragon, were like no idea. A hundred percent by themselves. <laughs> I've read some things where I'm like, women actually, especially in the West, women did a lot better than you would imagine. But, really? You know,、uh, yeah, because a lot of times, like the the first thing, like if you establish a town, it's normally because you found something, or it's like a, a、right. it's like a stop,、right. and then like a town builds around it, and the very first thing that goes into a town is a brothel, <laughs> and basically, so what that means is that a woman runs the brothel. That woman is now the most powerful woman in town. Yeah. So a lot of these old Western towns were like, oh, let's actually make like let's focus on、uh, making like education and infrastructure and all this other shit. And then and like mo- for the most part, women were very、uh, were more po- were very powerful in the West. And they、mm-hmm. actually、uh, a lot of states had before they became U.S. states, but when they were still territories, a lot of territories had、uh, women had the right to vote. Interesting. And then. And then the U.S. government was like, "Well, if you want to become a state, you're gonna have to、uh, stop letting your women vote." Rude. <laughs> also, that checks out. <laughs> It's、yeah. like shit. The U.S. The U.S. government has done. <laughs> But、uh, yeah, so it's actually very. It's an interesting thing to 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 realize. Like, it's not always how you picture it. You just picture like, oh, a woman just gets slapped in the corner and then she's told to shut up and that's it. Yeah. And it's like no, it's it's not. I mean, it could be that, but it's not always that. Yeah,、uh, she didn't、um, strike me as somebody that would do super well by herself.、Uh, I think she did. She was just never given a chance to grow. Right, that's true. You know, I think she. I think I think her brother basically told her she was stupid and an idiot and never、yeah. to talk. And、yeah. then he went and fucked everything up. Yeah. And I feel like if if she had done that, they would have been much better off. Oh yeah, I mean, like she was clearly much smarter than her brother, and like more more logical. Yes. 
But that doesn't make you uh, able to survive on your own, necessarily. Yeah. You also need so a little bit of grit and uh, toughness. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, you know, he's like, hey, girl, how about I crush that puss and we get married? And she's like, yes, I want to get this puss crush to get married and shit. And, I'm just, uh, I'm so just glad that you, you say it in a respectable way. <laughs> you're welcome, Dragon. I, I, I'm always about respect. Uh-huh. Respect. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then they they fucking uh, they're now going to be wed, and he the 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 main guy goes to talk to Mr. Arthur. I don't remember what the main guy's name is. I, I think his name was Bill. William. Yeah, it was Billy something. Billy. So everyone's name was Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was actually Billy. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he he Billy then goes to uh, Mr. Arthur, and he's like, yeah. So uh, once we get to Oregon, I'm going to settle down. So and Mr. Arthur is not happy. Mr. Arthur just doesn't seem to give a fuck. He, like, well, ignores him, basically. Yeah, and, and I can't tell if he's not happy or if he's just like, whatever, don't yeah. give a shit, I think he, I think he's like, whatever, I don't give a fuck about what you do. I think, in my opinion, I think he's the type of guy who's like, ah, fuck, he was, this This was a good partner. Yeah. Now I gotta find another one? Yeah. I think that's what he was annoyed at. Not the fact that, not not that he feels like he's, this guy's abandoning him, but he's yeah. just like, oh, god damn it, I gotta find another partner to do this shit with. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so as this is happening, uh, well, basically that happens, and then uh, one day the chick, uh, Alice, walks a little too far away from the wagon Because she train. hears the dog barking. Yeah, and then uh, Mr. Arthur goes out to get her, and then suddenly he's like, oh, fuck, the <laughs> Indians are going to attack us. Yeah. Uh, and he tries to do the peace sign, and then he's like, they're going to attack us. And then he basically tells her, this is what's going to happen. You got to, you, we have to, we have to, uh, stay firm and like luckily there's gophers around so they made some gopher holes to 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 trip these up Uh and then he's basically preparing for war and then explains to her like here's the gun with two bullets uh one of them is for you in your own head if 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 they uh if if something happens to me yeah uh and then dragon yeah this guy kills like 10 indians by himself (laughs) he really does he's so good at his job he was fucking amazing (laughs) this guy's amazing at his job Mm-hmm. and basically and yeah he kills him off but at one point she thinks he's about to die and then she winds up offing herself and now he's gotta go and ex- tell fucking Billy yeah poor Billy I feel so bad for him yeah like that one really got me yeah it was like oh god like why I just wanted them to just settle in Oregon and be happy they, they could have had such a good life together mm-hmm. oh. oh and he could have been crushing that puss if only she had time. waited like like t- Ten more seconds. Five five minutes. Yeah, five five more seconds. Yeah. Oh, and she would have seen it. that the guy was that Mr. Arthur was actually fine. Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. I guess she underestimated just how much of a badass Mr. Arthur was. Yeah, right? Such a shame. Um, okay, so All then right, there's Jordan. there's only one more. Yeah, so now we're going to, uh, which is uh, dubbed The Mortal Remains. Mm-hmm. All right, Dragon, why don't yes. you go ahead and... Give us a synopsis for that. So, one. so this is the one where there's a, a group of people in a carriage uh, going along at night. Uh, I believe it's pronounced carriage. Carriage going going along at night, and they're like kind of telling stories to each other and getting to know each other. And you kind of figure out as they're going, like, I think that this is actually like the the carriage to the underworld, and all these people are dead. Um, and they're carrying like a dead body, and there there's like two guys in it, and <laughs> uh, that that's basically it. And then they arrive at their destination and whatever. Um, yeah. So, so this one, first of all, Tyne Daly is in this one. 
you know yeah. who do you know who Tyne Daly is? Um, the lady, I know who obviously. He is, but yeah. She so she I, she was in she's in a show called Judging Amy that used yeah. to be on when I was a, a home homesick for, as a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's how like that's what I associate with her with, and I always really liked her because she has this like very severe look to her face, and yeah. she she's got like a very particular accent, and I, I I've just always really liked Tyne Daly, and I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, I'm like as I was as I was watching this one, I'm like, man, I don't I wonder why she's not in more stuff. Right, she's amazing. She, she, she has such a like like uh, uh she has such a like a perfect face for yeah. what for 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 almost anything. I'm like if I need an older lady, I would hire her for every single role. Yeah. Cuz I'm like she she fucking she's great. She has this very distinct face mm-hmm. and like she, she's a fucking good actress. And she she's good at playing like a tough old broad, which I yeah. appreciate. Yeah. And, I, like she just looks like a tough old broad. In in this in this she's she's basically playing a woman whose husband is like a a staunch like preacher. I guess yeah. you could say, and uh, but hasn't like basically left her. <laughs> so there's there's three there's three people in this car in this garage, right? mm-hmm. as you pronounce. Well, it. there's five and people, that... but three are, are passengers. Yeah, so three are passengers. One is Ty Daly, who's uh, like I think her husband is a preacher, and she is constantly talking about how we should live in a godly way. Yep. There is um, what was the guy's name? There's a trapper. Yeah, the, uh, the trapper. Mm-hmm. The beaver I trapper. Remember. I don't remember yeah. his name. He was great. <laughs> I I loved how he just kept talking, and they all were just like, "When is this guy gonna shut up?" My fa- <laughs> my favorite thing that he said was like, "People are like ferrets," and Time Daily immediately was like, "People are not like ferrets." Why you? Yeah. It's, it, it was it's repeated like multiple times, yeah. and it got me every time. <laughs> and he's just explaining how like like oh he had a wife. And they didn't really, they didn't speak the same language, yeah. but they had an understanding and then just like, like basically just you get to know his life. Yeah. And the same thing, you get to know her life and then you, you meet the Frenchman who's like, oh, you can, I think he said like, uh, he was a judgy, you, you learn, he was a judgy yeah, McJudgerson. He's, I think he's saying like, you learn everything about people playing cards or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and he really, he really called Tyne Daly out for like, oh yeah, you're, you're so godly. Why'd your wife, why'd your husband leave you? Yeah. <laughs> Which is he like, Jesus, great. bro. I know, like, how charge. Yeah. So mean. Yeah, and, and then and, you have the two uh, the two writers who are in there, mm-hmm. who are, I guess you could say they're the, the farriers. Yeah. Right? Yep. yep. To the underworld. And the, yeah. And they're just explaining how, like, I, it, it's as they're talking that you pick up that, oh, these guys are... Uh, they're, they're, what's it called? They're, they're, the, they're taking them to the underworld. They're the Grim Reapers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they which it, you they never actually say it right, but they basically no. tell them like, oh yeah, we just like in order to take you, we just distract you with our stories. Yeah, until just, until just we get here. Yeah, which is and then they tell them a story and they're like, and we're here, and then they, yeah. they arrive to this like old inn, and you can see that the houses around them are fake. They're just like a front. Yeah, yeah. it's very obvious that the, those were fake, and everything's yeah. dark, and they're just like, well, they're not getting their stuff. And it's just like, no, you have to, we're ferrying you to the other side. Now it's time for you to walk in because yep. to accept that you're now on the other side. Yep. And you, it's great because you see all three of them realize that they're dead mm-hmm. and be scared and then eventually just be like, well, like, do we have to go to the next yeah, part I of guess, I guess this is existence it, yeah. or whatever it is? Yeah. yeah. I, li- I like this one. I thought it was good. Um, so the first time I watched it, I didn't like it, but that's because I didn't 
like I kept trying to pick up the story, think like what these people are saying, mm. thinking like this is going to lead to something, right? This is going to lead, like thinking it's going to lead to a story yeah. or to to, to the storyline. It was, it was, and then uh, like towards the end, you find out that they're actually dead, and yeah. I was like, oh well, that I guess that makes sense. But then rewatching it, I'm like, oh okay, this is actually great because you see like the three people basically explain their life's philosophy mm-hmm. and their story and their beliefs. And I love the fact that the guy, the, the farriers, what are you going to call them? The grim reapers? Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, none of this matters. You're all die. Like, it doesn't matter what you believe. You all wind up in the same spot. Yeah. Like everybody, like you three couldn't have led more different lives yet. Here you are all are together at the end. Yeah. 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 All right, Dragon. Yes. And I believe that. And then that concludes our movie. It does, yeah. I, you know, I didn't, I I think that these are all very good. I didn't love this overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was okay. I also just like, you know, the West is not necessarily my favorite uh, genre. I, I agree with you. I, yeah. I, if I'm going to be honest, I hate Westerns. Yeah. Every time I watch a Western for the most part, I'm like, ugh, God, this is slow, boring. I don't yeah. get it. Uh, but like I, when I remember watching this one and really, really loving it and actually dreading it cause I fucking hate Western. So in my head, I was like, wow, oh, God damn it. Like I have to watch it cause it's a Cohen movie and, yeah. and also like it's on, it's on. So I might as well just watch it. It's on <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta watch this. And then pretty soon into it, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, I really like this. that that is basically exactly what I did. Like we we I was watching it and then I and at first I was like, this is going to fucking suck. This whole thing is going to be like this. And then it won me over and I was like, OK, I got it. I'm in. It's all right. And, and, I, and, I, I, and the fact that they were vignettes helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Because I didn't did. I didn't want to see any of these as full length movies. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it was brilliant to like start it with the Ballad of Buster Scrub because immediately you're just like, oh, this isn't really like a Western that you would, it's not what you would think of as a Western. No, yeah. And Agreed. so it definitely does that to like help you come into it mm-hmm. because then the rest of them are more traditional Westerns. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, I feel like if I had seen any other of these stories first, mm-hmm. I would have zoned out until Buster Scrub starts. Yeah. So it, it it helps make it more pal- palatable. Yeah. To our to the audience, dragon. Yeah, I think I think that might be true. Um. Okay. All right, Berto. All right, dragon. Let's wrap it up. Why don't you go ahead and give us one of your famous? Uh. Oh wait, no, we did. I'm sorry, we did. Yeah, we did already. final thoughts. Yeah, we're dragon. really we're really no, no, no. uh fucking this up. Dragon, why don't you go ahead and give me your final thoughts because. <laughs> That's what we have to do now. Right. I, I feel like I already did. I don't, I don't really have much more to say about this. I mean, the Coen brothers are amazing filmmakers. This is up in the same, like, vein. They did something a little different with the Western theme. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really technically well, well done and well made. Um, I generally liked it overall. But right, it's just not my favorite genre. Okay. Would you give this a Smashly or would you give this a Trashly? I think a Smashly. Oh, goddamn. I nailed it. <laughs> Let me just say, Dragon, I feel like all I do is give you gold. Okay. Well, wait. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and give you some, some shitty ones so we can even <laughs> it out. Uh, okay, Bruno, what about you? Final thoughts? All right. My final thoughts on this are that, um, yeah, I fucking love this. I really, really love the, uh, like, number one, the fact that they're shorts. 
Yeah. So that that way, it's like it forces them to be like, okay, we gotta we gotta tell the story, but go fast with it. Because a lot of times, uh, I think like, and it's probably just the fact that westerns tend to be older movies that they yeah. really drag a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to see this, and then at the same time, you're like sitting there, and in the moments where you're like, there's nothing to, they're they're not showing anything. You basically get to see the landscape, and you're like, holy fuck, that it's this beautiful. is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the, beautiful to watch. This country is beautiful. Yes. It has a lot of beautiful landscapes. I, I just went on a road trip. It's fucking, it, yeah, dragon. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like driving from one city to another. My chick was like, oh, you must be so bored. And I'm like, no, because I'm looking at the fucking landscape that we have. Yeah. It, you know? it is wild. We have a lot of really, like, open, beautiful spaces. Um, um, yeah, so I would give this an 8 out of 10, dragon. Yeah. I, that makes now, sense. Here, I mean, it's, it's a little, you definitely like it way more than I do. Yeah. All right, yeah. Dragon. Here's a better question. Yes. Why don't you rank the stories for me? Okay. As best as you can. Okay. Number so, one. Coming yes. in at number one. Oh, I don't even remember which one I said was my favorite <laughs> anymore. The first one? No, no, not the first one. The first one won me over. I didn't like it at first. I mm-hmm. think that, um, I think my favorite is. I kind of actually think the guy, the, the gal who got rattled is probably the best. Right. Followed by Mortal Remains, because I, I love the tone of it. Mm-hmm. The last one. Um, after that, I'm going to say uh, Near Algodones, which is the banker. Yeah. Um, after that, I'm going to say The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Then The All Gold Canyon. And then yeah. last is The Meal Ticket one. Interesting. Very What about, what about you? Uh, well, number one for me, again, is, is the same one. The girl, the gal who got rattled. That's yeah. the number one. Yeah. Cause it, I, I just feel like it has the most depth to it. It has yeah. the most. It, it definitely does. It. it definitely does. Um, number two, I would go with the Ballad of Buster Scrubs. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. which is weird because I hate musicals. Yeah, you really do. It's, it's so just, funny. it's just it, such a different it, thing. I've never seen anything like that before. It had, it had a bit of like absurdity to it that I, 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 I enjoyed. Love. Yeah. 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 So that's probably number two. Number three is the Prospector one. I can't, I can't remember the name of all these. Number uh, three would uh, be All the... Gold Canyon. Yes. Uh, number four would be the uh, Mortal Remains. Mm-hmm. Number five would be the James Franco one. Mm-hmm. And by the way, all those I love. Yeah. Just let me just say, I love them. And then number six would be the same one you had, which Meal is ticket. Uh, Meal Ticket. Which, again, I, I love the artistry of it, but it just was like, man, I... It, it was just like it did take a little long. My and... my note, my only note for that one is his act is so boring. I'd have tossed him for the chicken too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that is great, Dragon. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, Fredo. Let's let's. All right. Uh, move All right on. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? I, uh, no. I like no, our rankings. Dragon. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Why don't you? Go ahead and tell us what we're going to watch next week, since it's your turn. Okay. Which, Berto had, Berto reminded me like three different times that I need to pick a movie for next week, and each time I was yep. like, yeah, okay, and then I didn't do it. So right before we started recording, I was like, fuck, I need a movie. <laughs> so <laughs> ap- apologies, everybody. Um, but we are going to watch 1999's The Blair Witch Project, the original one. So this comes in at one hour and 21 minutes, which is a perfect runtime. Um, it, it is <laughs> it is currently streaming on Hulu. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in many, many years. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually saw this movie in the theater, by the way. 
You're so old. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw this movie in the theater, but I saw it after it turned out that, um, after we found out that, oh yeah, this is all like not real. Mm, what a there shame. there was a brief, brief moment in time when yeah. people weren't to see this thinking it was a documentary. Like, they, they like did a good, shit happening in the street. They did a quote unquote good job of marketing for this, for this no, movie they, they did at the time. Excellent job. Excellent job of marketing. I mean, you could argue uh, it wasn't an excellent job because it was fake. <laughs> no, no, it was an excellent job of marketing because they sold the fact that it like people went to the theater thinking that this was real. Mm-hmm. And for there was a good like three week period where people going to the movies thinking this was real. Yeah, I remember. I just remember hearing that the actors in it were like put on a gag order and like basically weren't allowed to go outside. <laughs> yeah, for a little yeah. bit. And then there was a website. It was one of the first movies that, like, like had a website yep. that really, like, told you. And then, it, like, the website just had, like, background information to everything. Yeah. So it was more, like, telling you details about the, the, the Blair Witch and everything. And then it had a lot of, like, guerrilla marketing. But it was, it was fucking great. It was, it was, like, a really great, um, what do you call it? It was a really great marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it basically sparked a genre. Uh, yeah, it sure did. Found footage genre. It's very exciting. All right. All right. All right, Dragon. I'm excited for this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was it. All right, Dragon. Why don't you uh, go ahead and then send us off? Okay, bye. Uh, uh, okay, bye.